Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health, this podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is for you. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is Netalina, the founder and your host. Before we jump into our episode, I just want to say I hope I hope you're doing amazing things in your life right now. I hope you feel great about everything that you're doing. And if you don't, let's start to make a change and take action. I just came back from an incredible mastermind this past weekend. And the number one thing amongst that room of entrepreneurs and professionals is continued action. Whether that means starting something brand new, whether that means taking your business to the next step, Whatever that means for you, let's do it. Let's take action and get yourself to the next step, both professionally and personally. And as you know, you can always go to riseupforyou.com and receive free tips and strategies to jumpstart that and make that happen for you and your life. So let's jump into our episode with Suzanne Oshima. She's going to be talking with us about dating and what that really looks like and what that means and the importance of the do's and don'ts when it comes to building your relationships. Suzanne Oshima is a matchmaker, a dating coach, and founder at Dream Bachelor and Bachelorette. She has worked with thousands of single men and women to help them uncover the core issues of what may be preventing or blocking them from finding love. She has helped them transform and elevate their dating lives to meet and attract and keep the right one. She's also the founder of Single and Stilettos, which gives you the best dating advice from all the top dating experts to help you meet, attract, and keep the man that you want. So you can go from single in stilettos to engaged in stilettos. Doesn't that sound appealing? So Suzanne has been in the media on Bravo TV, The Today Show, Good Afternoon America, ABC News, Inside Edition, BBC Radio, Men's Health, Glamour, and much more. You're definitely going to enjoy this episode. There are some great tips that Suzanne gives us on how to find the one and make sure that when we're dating, we're really looking for the important things and ditching the things that aren't so important when it comes to finding the right guy. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Suzanne, it's such an honor to have you on the show today. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guests. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I'm a matchmaker and dating coach here in New York City. Um, With my matchmaking business, which is Dream Bachelor and Bachelorette, I work with men and women in the New York City area. And with my date coaching business, which is Single on Stilettos, I work with the majority of women and women all over the United States and all over the world. I have a lot of international clients. So it's really exciting because I'm really about empowering women and helping them meet the right man, get into a long-term relationship, and get married. Okay, and how did you get into this field exactly? Did you always have a passion for helping others find love? 
Well, you know, it's funny because, of course, I didn't go to college to get a degree in matchmaking or date coaching. I actually went to college and got a marketing degree, and I went after college and started working in the advertising industry. And then, you know, it was one of those points when the whole dot-com fallout happened. I think it was in 2001, 2002. Um, I got laid off like everybody else, and that was actually my life-changing moment because I really I didn't want to go back and work at another ad agency. And I said, you know what? I'm never going to quit a job to start my own business. But I always knew I wanted to start my own business. And so I was always intrigued with the dating industry. So what I did was I launched an online dating site in 2002. And then I transitioned it to an offline matchmaking and date coaching agency in 2008. And then that's how it all got started. So it's, you know, everybody gets to their destination in different ways. And that's how I became a matchmaker and dating coach. Okay, I love that. And what are some things that, you know, when you're working with your clients and specifically women, what are some of the struggles that you find in in helping, you know, your women clients and coaching them in regards to dating and finding love in their life? So I think the biggest thing is that, you know, a lot of women tell me that they are really having a hard time meeting quality men. They think that a lot of men aren't looking for a serious long-term relationship and that, you know, either guys um, their age just want to date younger women or guys just want sex or things like that. And that's actually not true. You're just you're you're running into the wrong men. So I want women to realize that there are good men out there. There's good quality men out there that are really looking for a long term relationship and they do want to date women their age. Well, a lot of women, you know, as you know, they get really frustrated with dating and sometimes they just stop and and they stop doing it because of that. What is your take on that and what advice would you give in regards to that? You know, I hear that a lot as women getting frustrated and they'll stop dating, which is fine for a short time period. And when I say that, what I mean is if you find that you're like not doing it with any enthusiasm or you're going on dates and you're not being your true self or the best version of yourself, then it may be time to take a short break. And when I say a short break, make it a month or two months at the most, because the worst thing you can do is get out of the routine of dating because then it's too hard to get back into it and it's too easy to become complacent and say you know what I'm fine being on my own you know I don't need a man and I hate when I hear that because yes of course you know I'm a strong independent woman and I know there's a lot of strong independent women that listen to your podcast and yes we can all do it on our own I don't doubt that but wouldn't it be nice to have the right man by your side supporting you throughout the process of life and your business or the work that you're doing because it just makes life a lot nicer when you have the right partner by your side so don't give up but just take a quick break a brief break and then go back into it with a positive attitude but the worst thing you can do is give up completely because what I always want tell women to think about is to fast forward 10 years from now however old you are it doesn't matter fast forward 10 years and do you want to be in the same place and most people say no and so if you don't want to be in the same place then you need to start making changes now and you can't give up 
Yeah. Well, I think that so many people take dating personally too as well and they go in with these expectations and so when it doesn't happen then it's almost like they're trying to protect themselves from this continuous rejection. But like you said, I think that if they just keep that positive mindset of, oh, it's just not meant to be right now and the next person hopefully will be the right one. But I do think that Many times when you go into dating, you do have these expectations in your head and then you take it personal when it doesn't go the way you want it to. Yeah, and it's hard not to take it personal because, you know, like if you don't get a job, you you may think, well, someone maybe had more experience or something like that. And so you're less likely to take it personally. But when it comes to dating, it's about you personally, right? And so... Um, it's hard not to take it personally, but you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's a numbers game. And so I always tell women, you have to date as many men as you can, because then when one disappears off the face of the earth, which they always do. And I, that's probably one of the top questions I get is why do men disappear is that it doesn't affect you as much because if you're dating multiple men and then you weed it down to the right man, you're less likely to be affected or offended or sad when one disappears or one tells you that, you know, he doesn't really see that you're a match. You're, you'll be somewhat affected, but less likely to be that affected if you're dating multiple men. Mm, okay, I love that. So I have just a quick question for you here. Um, do you find a difference in age and age differences in women that are maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 that are dating, do they all kind of have the same issues when it comes to dating? Or do you see that depending on what year they're in, that things are different and they're, I guess the resistance is more susceptible to change as they get older? Or what do you find there? Yeah, I think every age group deals with a different set of issues. And and quite honestly, it depends on the person and how much they're going to let those things affect them. Um, But, you know, women in their in their 30s may be dealing with issues of they really want to get married so that they can start a family because the time clock is ticking away and if they're not meeting men that want to settle down it's a lot harder for them and then they become a little bit panicked because you only have a, um, a certain amount of time to have children and so my advice to women in their 20s and 30s if you really want to have children don't start taking it seriously at 38 it's not to say that you can't have children in your 40s because of course you can my sister had her last baby at 43 but you don't want to be put under that time pressure of your time is running out so if you really want children really start taking it seriously earlier in your 30s Or even in your 20s, because um, I see all too often where women can put their career first and then all of a sudden they wake up one day and then they're 38 and then they they come to me as a matchmaker and they're panicked and they're like, you need to help me. And I'm like, well, it doesn't work that way. You have to form a relationship with somebody, you know, and first date them. And then you have to see if the relationship works and it leads to marriage. So you never want to be put under that time pressure. I definitely um, understand that point of view and where you're coming from. I, I was a little bit of the same way. There was one half of me that always wanted to work on my career and establishing myself. And the other half was, oh, I want to have a family. I want to have kids. And I really didn't even look into dating somebody until I was 29. And then I uh-huh. put so much pressure on myself when I was 30. Yeah, I have to get married because I want to have kids. But I didn't even start step into the game until I was 29. <laughs> so I kind of did that to myself. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's and it's hard because you know we as women we're trying to juggle so many different things, but um, it's really about finding that balance. And then you know, for women in their forties and fifties, it's a different set of challenges because most women in their forties and fifties aren't looking to have um, children. I and I say most because some in their early forties still want to, and that's fine, but. Women in their 40s and 50s will tell me that men their age just want to date younger women, which, again, isn't always the case. It's There's a lot of men in their 40s and 50s that don't want to start a family again, that they want to be with someone closer to their age. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, Suzanne, are there any, I uh, guess, what would be the top few tips that you would give a woman in regards to dating? Maybe some do's and don'ts, you know, that you've noticed as you've coached your clients. Sure. And this actually, the tips I'm going to give the women out there are tips that works for anybody, no matter what your age. So um, I really want women to understand that. So I think the first main tip that I want to give women is because, you know, a lot of women say, well, it's really hard to meet and attract the right man. They like don't know the things that a man looks for. And so I want women to understand that this is how men are wired and this shouldn't come as a surprise, but um, the first thing that attracts a man is physical looks. It's just how men are wired. And for women, it's it's a little bit different because women, while we need to have some sort of attraction, women will get to know a man. And if we fall in love with his personality, sometimes that can trump, you know, the hot guy because sometimes the hot guy isn't all that. But for men, physical looks really are the number one thing. But this is what I want women to know. And again, this is about empowering women is that men aren't always looking for the skinny size four supermodel type of woman every man is different and so what I tell women is to be the best version of yourself because that's what's going to attract the right man to you I will tell you in my matchmaking business I have clients some are attracted to curvier women some men say to me they don't want the real skinny woman and some men do want the skinny woman it really really just depends but be the best version of yourself be confident in your own skin because after physical attraction the number one thing that attracts a man is self-confidence and then self-esteem so know your self-worth that is the most attractive thing to a man so that is so so important Mm, that's a great point and um it's funny that you say that because i i have two brothers for example and they're the complete opposite i have one brother that likes a girl in jeans and a t-shirt and another brother that likes the high heels and the dresses you know what i mean it's completely different so that's very true that you say that okay that's some great advice thank you so much um is there anything else that you would tell us in regards to dating and and you know trying to find a romantic relationship yeah so i think ladies if you're struggling with dating right now and you feel like i'm not meeting any quality men or all the men that i'm meeting aren't aren't meeting what i want in the right man is to really go back and reevaluate your list of must-haves and deal breakers because all too often i see women's list of must-haves and deal breakers that actually no man can meet so you really shouldn't have this long list and i've seen some long lists out there is really go back and evaluate what's really important and then what's going to be really a deal breaker for you because 
sometimes a guy will look great on paper and he may match all those things that you're looking for but how many times have you met the guy that looks great on paper and then you had no chemistry whatsoever Mm. so I want women to be more open and not really so set on those lists because sometimes that's what can actually keep you single Right. I agree with that. And I was guilty of that when I was younger in my 20s. I had this huge list of things. And then when I got to my 30s, I actually found it underneath my pillow uh, Uh because I had it under my uh, pillow when I went to sleep. You know, one of those things you do when you're younger, you think it's magically going to happen. And I looked at that list and I was like, holy crap, like this is almost impossible. What guy is going to be able to fill every single one of these things that I wrote down? And I definitely I had to do that. I had to rework it. Um, Thank you so much, Suzanne, for coming on to the show. I'd love to jump into our power section. Can you tell us one book that you have read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Sure. So it's it's an older book that came out a while ago, but I have to say it's one that really impacted my life, and it's the book The Secret. And the reason why that impacted my life so much is because I realized at the time before I read the book that I was in a really negative mind space. I was I always was playing that victim mode. Uh, this is why things aren't happening for me. Oh, that's why I didn't get that. Or whatever and it really it's an easy read number one I read it in one night but number two it really changed my mind space and once I started to change my mind mind space both personally and professionally everything changed for me okay and what's one thing that you have accomplished in your life that you're proud of Uh, The one thing that I'm most uh, proud of is that I moved from California to New York City 18 years ago with no job and no apartment. And I said, if I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. If I don't, I'll just move back to California. And 18 years later, I'm still living in New York, but I had no job and apartment when I first moved here and I made it. I love (laughs) that. You made it work. That's so awesome. And are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe a daily routine or something that you do in the mornings? Yeah, it's not so much a daily routine in the morning, but I will tell you, and going back to that same theme of how the book The Secret changed my life, is whenever I find myself falling back into that negative mind space, whether it's being negative about a situation or talking negative about someone, because we all have a tendency to do that, let's not lie, I always try to catch myself and turn it into a positive because I don't want to ever go back to that negative mind space that I was feeling back then. Mm. And is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about today that you would like to share with us? Sure. I think the most important thing for women out there is if you're single, no matter what your age, stay positive. And if you keep doing things the same way, you're going to keep getting the same results. So if you're not getting the results that you want in your love life, then you need to start making some changes and then you'll start getting different results. Awesome advice. Thank you. How do we stay connected to you and and how do we support you? So, ladies, you can go to singleonstilettos.com and I give away a free ebook there on the three secrets guaranteed to attract any man, and it's based on scientific research. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. There you have it. That was Suzanne Oshima on figuring out what's really important when it comes to dating. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I have. 
I know that we definitely tend to get into our heads and our brains when it comes to finding love. It is one of the more difficult things that we have to deal with when it comes to life is finding that right partner and making sure our priorities are set straight for what we want, what we're looking for, and how to go about and get it. So please share this episode with your friends and your family, post it on social media and help us spread the word. And if you haven't already, head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing by leaving us a little review and rating the podcast. We would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support us at Rise Up For You. Thank you again for joining. Remember, rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.